Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 186, Batman Death by Design. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How's it going? Excellent. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm shocked. Yeah? Yeah? Why? I don't know. Uh, Mostly because I'm exhausted. That's why. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, you just got off work a little bit ago. Uh, like four hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you exhausted? Uh, we had a long weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. More on that later. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Uh, so let's, uh, let's do this. Let's talk about this book here. This, this here book. This here Batman book. This is a Batman book. Yeah. This is one of those rare Batman books that was not a bunch of single issues. Right. This was a book. An OGN, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that that's so rare. Well, seems like it for Batman. No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Was I would say, I would say he is the one character that probably has more single issue or graphic novels than any other character in the history of comic books. Uh, Pig Iron from Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew. <laughs> He's got like forty-eight of them. <laughs> Batman has 49. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, damn. Well, this one, it's brand new. That makes it 50. (laughs) Oh. Well, happy (laughs) anniversary, Batman. (laughs) I still think Pig Iron's a better character, but whatever. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you about that. Well, why? How could you? Exactly. I will argue facts with you. (laughs) Batman has more comics than Pig Iron. All right. All right. Well, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Batman, Death by Design, right, written by, uh, Mr. Chip Kid. Yep. With two Ds, if you're playing at home. Yeah. Playing Scrabble. You know how to use that in Scrabble. What are you trying to do, cheat? They are. Yeah. They are. You cheaters. Fucking cheaters. Stop playing Scrabble and learn the fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna cheat, you, you should play the dating game. I don't know. <laughs> This is going nowhere fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Death by Design. Chip Kid and Dave Taylor. Yes, Chip Kid, uh, notable designer. Uh, written a couple things. Mm-hmm. I think this is his first comic book he's written. As far as I know. Yeah. 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 He's got two novels. Maybe. Maybe more. Uh, at least two. He had the Believers and Cheese Monkey. Monkey. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did the Jurassic Park logo that we all know so well. Right. Yeah, he's designed quite a bit of stuff that uh, is memorable. Mm-hmm. And quite a bit of stuff that might not be so memorable. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, wasn't it him that uh, designed uh, the trade dress for the Final Crisis miniseries? Oh, yeah, the big red yeah. uh, stripes on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not so memorable. Yeah. I forget about that. Well, you remembered it. But. I remember it because uh, I did a better design and for fun in my spare time. Right. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I'm better than Chip well, Kid. obviously. Yeah. yeah. I loved your Jurassic Park logo. That was just, <laughs> it was just the the toilet with the, a bloody spot next to it. Right. Where the guy was eating. Yep. I thought it spoiled, it spoiled a little bit, though. Right. Like, if you see that right before the movie. But <laughs> as far as, like, you know, after the movie, maybe. Right. Better post-watch 
logo. It's the home video logo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone saw it in the theater. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, he, uh, as far as I know, did not design the brand new DC logo that is uh, ruining this cover. You know, it's funny because I was thinking about that <laughs> when I saw this cover. I was like, really? Like, Chip Kid couldn't, like, convince him to let him, like, do a, his own DC logo. Right. Just for this cover, because it's all about the design. Right. Like, it is kind of, like... An eyesore. Yeah, it really is. Because yeah. the cover is, like, very old-school looking, and, like, it almost looks like a still from a, you know, like a 40s movie or something. Right. And then there's this new, horrible DC logo on the front. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that logo would be horrible on any cover. Oh, yeah. As it proves week in and week out. <laughs> <laughs> but it just seems to like stand be out particularly more. glaring on this one. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get into this book. Uh, Dave Taylor is a fine artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know I've read at least one other book that he's done. Uh, I think he did like a World's Finest Maxi series yep. back in like the in late nineties. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed those. Yeah, I actually. I didn't recognize his name when Batman Death by Design came out, but, uh, like, I recognized his style from that, right. um, and I was buying that book solely because the art was so good. Right. Yeah, same here. And then I think he quit after a few issues, and I think I did too. No, I think he did most of them. Did he? Yeah, I think okay. there was maybe one or two that were done by someone else, but mm-hmm. I think he did all of them. Okay. Yeah, or at least uh, the, the majority. Bulk. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's been years, and I got rid of those comics long ago, so, you know, who knows? I know he did a, because I was actually flipping through my Batman comics recently to do a Batman drawing, and, uh, I was... Because you needed reference, because you have no idea I, what Batman looks like I was by like, memory. I was like, yeah, was he green? Like, I don't know. Um, no, I just wanted to get, like, some sort of cool, iconic, like, cape design or something, right. and, and, uh, and there was, a uh, Legends of the Dark Knight number 100, it had... I think it had two or three stories. Okay, yeah, he I did the first. That. He did the first story in that. I, I did have that at one point in time as well. Uh, and it's interesting too because that story has like a very similar style to the way he drew Death by Design. Right. It's got like a kind of pencil-y right, like you know, sketch style. Uh, actually, yeah, I think because uh, in the back there's like a sketchbook and there's sort of a mini process of how he drew this thing and uh like he went you know blue pencil to graphite and then some splashes of color here and there right uh, digitally no erasers no ink pens yep it's pretty awesome it is pretty awesome and i mean you know it's got some flaws here and there and like you know just the drawings you know but you know Overall, you know, it doesn't look like anything else out there, currently, right. or yeah. uh, not in a while, anyway. And what pencil drawing doesn't have some flaws, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's the charm. It's pretty, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a ballsy move, actually. Right. Because uh, I know there are a lot of artists out there now who don't use an inker, uh, but they draw as if, you know, it's going to be inked. Uh, you know, it's just basically darkened. When they, Digitally darkened. Right. right. And, uh, I think that brings out far more flaws than even anything in this book. Right. Uh, you know, I just, I think, unless you can pull off a look like this, 
like with with the subtle shading and, and you know just that that soft look to it that yeah that that real atmosphere to the right like it like if it ties in the atmosphere to the story which right. this one does but like you know for the most part it's just uh, everybody is just drawing as if it's going to be like a regular comic and it just isn't inked right. I think that brings out a lot more of the flaws and, and that art because mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, you know I think most people need a good anchor like I said unless you're gonna do this rendery, you know, like like almost, uh, uh, I don't know, it just reminds me of art school a lot, right. you know, just doing a lot of pencil shaded, uh, you know, drawings, right. you know, life drawings and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a definitely a stylistic choice, and right. that's not something that would work for just any story, you have to kind of like, like this one has a lot of design elements to the story, right? And you know, when you think of designing something, you you know you start with a pencil, right? Um, so yeah, I think it I think it ties in nicely. Yeah, yeah. Good there. job, Dave Taylor. Good job, Dave Taylor. Uh, yeah, I think he's one of those guys that yeah he doesn't do a ton, but you know something that if I see that he's done something, I'll you know, keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, you know, I don't know how many years it took him to do this thing. Yeah, I would imagine that it wasn't, like, a few months. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, because uh, I know Dave Maschelli, you know, took years to do a Stereo's Polyp, and that's almost even simple looking compared to this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yet another fantastically moody... Batman artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Year one. Year one. So, yeah. So, um, that concludes the things I liked about this book. Aww. (laughs) Let me me guess. You did not like the story. Uh, not particularly. Really? Um, I thought it was weak. Just weak and just kind of messy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Sort of just sloppily put together, just poorly paced. Uh, the characters were just sort of one-dimensional. Uh, <laughs> I agree with a couple of those things that you yeah. said. Actually, I, I thought the pacing was odd. Like, especially there was like a, I don't know, kind of a big break in the middle of the book um, after. Uh, you know, one of the characters interacts with Batman for the first time. Right. And, uh, and it, yeah, it just felt like an awkward pause, and then, like, I don't know. Like, it like it, it felt like it needed to keep moving, and it just kind of stopped, and there's, like, this two-page spread of Batman, like, you know, it's some sort of separation between the acts or something. Right. I thought it was kind of a weird spot. I don't know. Well, there's that, and then there's, like, time jumps... Right, you know, like like uh, here's a thing that happens, and then all of a sudden we're let's uh, let's have a double page spread that's there as a pretty much filler, uh, and then the next page we're gonna jump back five minutes before the action that we just saw uh, to figure out what that action was. <laughs> there was kind of a funny uh, time jump towards the very end, like a couple pages before the end of the book. Uh, I didn't find that funny. Really? No. Uh, I thought it was funny. Because uh, cause if we're talking about the same thing, anyway. When when Bruce Wayne's talking about he'll be busy in a couple weeks. Right, yeah. Uh, I thought that part was funny. 
and then the next page shows, you know, two weeks later, and the thing that, you know, Swine is obviously going to be doing. Right. I thought that ruined the joke. Oh. Huh. And then, uh, and then it immediately jumps back to the yeah, exact same conversation again. Right. <laughs> well, I thought, I thought that was cool. That yeah, was cool. I, it didn't need that, uh, that little bit. That's, uh, I don't know, it just seems like, uh, somebody who was... It seemed like Chip Kid like had this joke, like like he clearly intended it to be a, a, a humorous moments, right? Uh, but then was afraid that it wasn't, and so he was like, "Well, we really got to hammer this right now, yeah. yeah, make it a home run, right?" <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see that. I st- I still think it was alright. Yeah. I can see what you're saying. Um, yeah, and like I said, the characters weren't. Uh, weren't likable, they weren't very, uh... There was not a lot to grasp onto. Uh... <laughs> yeah, even, uh... Even Bruce Wayne... It's kind of shallow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh... It almost has, like, this tone where, yeah, like, it tries to be a little campy and funny at right. times. Like, like there's a scene where Bruce Wayne first meets the the female, you know, lead. Right. Sil- Sylvia or Sylvia or Sybil or something. Cyndia Sill. Cyndia Sill, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, which has a classic comic book dame alliteration to her right, name. Right, yeah. But, yeah, there's a scene where they meet and, like, you can see Bruce Wayne's thoughts, which that's not something you ever see. Right. Bruce Wayne's thoughts, and for good reason. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, it tried to get this campiness to it, which... You know, I don't know. I think that's fine, but I don't think it needed needed that in spots. Right. At least in that spot. Because that was a, kind of a, you know, kind of an awkward scene there. Uh, I think, you know, you, I, I'd almost completely forgotten about that. Uh, and I think that also just sort of adds to the, you know, just uneven nature of this story. Right. Like, you know, he it, at times it's like he's trying to tell this, you know thoughtful sort of you know uh, uh, like a tip of the hat to like designers and architects right right yeah like like just you know like a love of, of you know building a city you know at the same time as yeah he is occasionally trying campy things and then there's like even like just weird sci-fi-ish type things happening occasionally mm-hmm. uh, particularly when the other superhero character shows up. Exacto. Exacto. Uh, uh, a terrible name. <laughs> but it's a reference to a design uh, tool. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. That's another hammer home thing, I guess. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, it just, it seems to go in a whole bunch of different directions and it never really focuses on any of them. And I think that's kind of where the book fails the most. And, like, you know, I remember reading through it and just really getting confused on one page and just like, wait, what? You know, and I had to go back and reread the first page. Right. You know, like, did I miss something? And then I went back and I didn't miss anything. It just didn't make any sense. Right. You know, and the Joker is just sort of this random thing that shows up in this book that doesn't need to be in it at all. <laughs> like, like none of the Joker scenes in this book I don't think really right. matter towards anything in it. Yeah, because it... Yeah, okay, I will agree with that, because I, I like I like that 
the villains in the book are largely just regular humans. Right. Like, not, like, humans that have, you know, built a crazy robot suit, but, like, just, just dudes doing their jobs, but right. they're evil bastards. Right. Um, and I like that, because I, I've always liked how Batman kind of goes back and forth between these garish, cartoonish, like, Two-Face, Joker-type villains, and then, you know, then there's just, just like, a good detective story. Right. With, like, just normal dudes misbehaving in society. And, and this one, yeah, maybe it should have stuck with the normal dudes misbehaving in society and not not put in the Joker. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's to me the book's biggest failing is just a lack of focus. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, like he clearly had this story that he wanted to tell, you know. But like it, at the same time, it's almost like, well, this may be the only chance I get to write Batman, so I'm gonna throw in everything that I can. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's tell the listener a little about this story then. Like. Uh, you know, the actual, you know, right? Uh, basically, uh, there's a uh, the the Wayne Central Station is uh, this massive building in the the center of Gotham. It's a train station. Uh, his father had it commissioned before he died. Uh, the building is basically falling to pieces. Um, Bruce Wayne decides that uh, a new one needs to be built. Because uh, the old one is basically just an eyesore at this point. Right. Uh, and there's a group of people who want to keep it around as a landmark. Including Sylvia Sill or Sil- Sil- whatever Sil- her name is. Yeah. Sylvia Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so yeah, basically, and then like a massive accident happens uh, when Bruce Wayne is announcing this. And it turns out that uh, these are all kind of interconnected, that uh, people want uh, Bruce Wayne out of the way, and uh, they want to... They have their own uh, plans for the uh, the Wayne Central Station. That, so, uh, they're yeah. naughty little agendas. Yes. Uh, and then at the same time, there's a bunch of talk about architecture and uh, art and design, and uh, there's a crazy Belgian <laughs> architect who does uh, yeah. stupid things, and... Do you think it's like Chip Kid? You know, he's got this obvious love of design because, you know, he's a designer. Right. And you think he's just trying to, like, <clears throat> kind of impart that on people who have no, you know, knowledge or background in design. You're like, hey, look, isn't this neat? Right. You know, is that basically what this is, you think? Uh, some of it, like, like very little of it, but I think, you know... I, I think what I said, the you know, just a moment ago was... was probably closer to it. I think he just really, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously his, his, uh, appreciation of architecture comes through. Right. You know, and there is a little bit of a, sort of a, a lesson yeah. to be learned. In yeah. That. I mean, that's kind of cool. Right. And yeah, that's fine. And it's, it's interesting. I just think that with everything else that he tried to throw in, you know, because, you know, he just clearly also loves Batman. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what he's done like five, Coffee table books about Batman yeah, in the past yeah, with know, other people. I know yeah. he did the manga Batman right. design that book and everything. I think he, he did one that was dedicated just to the Batman animated series and okay. yeah, I think he's done a couple. Uh, uh, yeah, I just think that you know he he was just too scattered in his storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't think he's a bad writer because uh, uh, well, I never really finished it. I did read, like, at least a fourth of uh, Cheese Monkeys, and mm-hmm. I liked, yeah, you know, I, what I read. I thought it was great, yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, I just think he was just trying to cram too much into this and just sort of lost, you know, the the plot a little bit. Yeah, it's not a super long story. I don't think there's a oh yeah, there's a Patreon. It's like just over a hundred pages. Right. So it's you know like reading three comics and it maybe it should have been six if yeah. he was going to do the, all that stuff. Right. Or he should have just left some of that stuff. I out. think he should have just excised some of that stuff. Like he should have used his exacto. Yeah. And also, you know, a lot of it is obvious. Like, uh, the identity of Exacto. Right. You know. Well, yeah, I kept waiting for a uh, spoiler here. A red herring. Right. But it's the guy that you think it is. The yeah. Whole time. yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who only gets introduced the page before it's revealed who he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the page before? Pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I remember thinking, like, oh, I wonder if it's that guy. Right. And like, oh, it can't be that guy, because that's who I obviously am led to believe is right, yeah. that guy. Oh, it is that guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess the mystery isn't really a mystery. Right. Um, yeah, I, mean, I just uh, I wasn't thrilled with this, and, and I really wanted to like it. I mm-hmm. really did. I, I do think uh, the art was a saving grace. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, I completely enjoyed this book. And, and I, I think the story was, it was good enough to keep me interested the, the entire time. But, uh, especially because I, I really love stuff that's set, like, um, like not all the time, but I love an occasional Batman story that's set when he's first starting out. Right. Like, he's still figuring out some of his weapons and right. this. And yeah, those are really cool scenes. Yeah, and, I love uh, that stuff. Like, uh, I think the opening of the book is him testing out his new grappling hook. Right. You know, and, uh... And A, it looks awesome. And B, it doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of like this book. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I do think the art was so good that it, it's definitely worth reading if you if you dig Batman. And right. Even, even if the story isn't, you know, in your top 20 favorite Batman comics ever. Right. Which it clearly isn't in either of ours. Um, I would yeah. say wait for it to come out in uh, paperback. Yeah, the, so- the hardcover here has a cover price of 25 bones. Yeah, I'd uh, wait until it's uh, used, even. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, maybe uh, someday you can rent a comic from a comic book shop. That's crazy. That's future talk. Yeah. I challenge you to tell me <laughs> where that would happen. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet, as yeah. far as I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or you could buy this for twenty five percent off at Mad Mad Mad. Fuck it, never mind. Don't get it. <laughs> Just buy a pack of Avison Restored and hope to get <laughs> Tibia, the horned fantasy uh, god of planeswalkers or whatever. <laughs> Jaded. Oh, uh, poor guy. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. Uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe get it from your London library. Yeah, yeah. There you if, go. If there it would be in there, yeah. yeah there's Order a, it from your library. There's a, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Did you know that, you, folks? You can do that. Fuck yeah, you can. I've done that. Yeah. They get it for me too. Yeah. Weird stuff too. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I don't think this is one to own, but it's one to experience. Yeah, this I was uh, you know, planning on returning this. To uh, Yon Mavericks and trading it for something different. Our next pick. Uh, actually, I think I've I think I already own my next few picks unless right. something really awesome comes out right. in the next month or so. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it was, you know, like everything, you know, it was just, I'm more upset about being disappointed than I am, you know, the actual right. thing, you know, but, uh, yeah, I was just really disappointed with it. Yeah. Could have been better, but it was darn pretty. It was very pretty. Uh, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't gush about the art enough. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just some amazing pages in there and amazing panels. There's an awesome, like, kind of... Like that 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 iconic image that's on the Batman animated series, like right before the cartoon starts, you know, like where he pulls the cape right, over yeah. his eyes, like vampire style. Yeah, like a halfway in the book, there's a a shot like that, and it just looks amazing with that pencil rendering. Right. So yeah, it's it's worth it's worth picking up and flipping through if nothing else. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, I don't think I have much else to say about this book. No, yeah, I mean, uh, right. I want to go for a breaky poo. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Our show. This one? Yep. This is the one. Yay. This is the show we do. Yay. You seem excited. 
I'm super excited. You're just excited because you're back in beautiful Dayton, Ohio. Oh my god, let me tell you. The Gem City. They call it that because it sparkles. <laughs> Why do they call it the Gym City? Was there like a lot of diamond mining here in the? I doubt it. No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe uh, maybe cubic zirconium. <laughs> or maybe just crystal meth. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. The the meth city just you know sort of <laughs> kind of shoot away the the, the few fledgling tourists that wanted to still see the air show, so <laughs> they just changed it back to Gym City. Yeah. What a town we live in. <laughs> it uh it, it has a population. It certainly does. <laughs> you can't deny that. Cannot deny it. People some. live here. There are many, many people. We got restaurants. Well, there are restaurants. Like, like shopping. Oh yeah, there's department stores. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um that's about it. There's yeah. a about golf. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's entertainment. Oh, yeah. Of sorts. Yeah. You yeah. can see the sky sometimes. Sometimes. Like yeah. During the day, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, uh, us. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're here. Yeah, yeah. Alright, date. Yeah, date. <laughs> Jim City. <laughs> we, uh, we may be a, a little harsh on yeah. that. As, uh, we we just spent uh, the weekend in uh, an awesome city. It's a real city. It's an actual city. Uh, one might say it's kind of a cultural hub. Oh yeah, I would I would say that. Yeah, we are not in a cultural hub. Mm-mm. We're in a we're in a cultural hole, maybe. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, sinkhole. That's a magic card. Yeah. It's worth like $30. <laughs> trade them in the Mavericks. You could trade one in for Death by Design, probably. <laughs> yeah. If you about even trade them. So, yeah, we went to Chicago. Yeah, we did. This is, uh, I think we've been there every year since we've been doing this show. Yep. Yeah. And why not? Because it's awesome. That's why. Yeah. Not. Yep. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> but we went for a completely different reason than we've ever went. Uh, not really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the specific event we went to was the first time event. Right. So. Uh, well, we, uh, actually, you know, all of our trips, well, not all, but uh, most of our trips have been, uh, about a uh, a significant first. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the very first time that we went was for the very first uh, annual uh, Windy City Comic Con. Oh yeah, back in uh, two thousand and eight. That's right. Um, have they done four of those? No, they have not. <laughs> okay, they've done two, and we went to both. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking. I was like, that doesn't seem like I remember going to more than a couple of them. Yeah, there's only been the two. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so, so that second year we went uh, was not a first for anything, uh, but it was fun nonetheless. Oh yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, and then uh, the third year we went uh, last January. Uh, that was the very first on the road, uh, never not funny recording live in front of an audience. Yeah. Uh, we went to that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. 
then this year was the very first uh, Cake Expo. Yeah. Yeah. Comics Ooh. and Cornhole Entertainment. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I forget what it stands for, but it's something like that. Uh, it is the Chicago Alternative Comics Expo. That's the one. Cake. Wait a minute. Comics is spelled with a C. Uh-huh. Okay. Isn't it cachet, then? Or something? <laughs> Should be. Yeah. Or case. Case. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cake sounds more appealing, though. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to call it cake, which is fine, mm-hmm. uh, you can spell comics with a K, yeah, which is are, also acceptable. People understand that. People, you know, can get behind that. You could even put an X on the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. In fact, it's encouraged if you're going to fuck up the C, might it's as well true. fuck yep. up the S, too. Go whole hog on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but instead, they just, uh, just, uh, they're hurting my brain by yeah. uh, doing it what, the way they did. Oh, it. they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they have an acronym that doesn't spell, yep. <laughs> doesn't spell the words that they're, uh, included in the acronym. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a conundrum. Yeah. So this was a terrible show because of that. <laughs> and we're never going back. That's right. Until you learn how to spell Chicago. <laughs> if, okay, so all we have as an Arby's, and a and a generic second rate putt putt golf course, but at least we know how to spell here in Dayton. <laughs> we can spell Jim. Yep, J E M. It's outrageous. Truly, truly, truly <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> so yeah, Chicago. Chicago, we did it again. Yeah. Although, I figured, I did the math, and I think we were only awake there, like, 20 hours. Yeah. That kind of sucked. We should have stayed there, like, two more days. We should have, yeah. We usually go for, for more than uh, what we went this time. Yeah. But, uh, uh financial uh, situation sort of, uh... Yeah, me too. Limited our time there. Yeah. 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 Uh... It was a good yeah, weekend, we, we, uh, we left Friday night, uh, late. Uh, we didn't get there until, like, uh, two in the morning our time, one in the morning Chicago time. Right. Uh, and then, uh, um, yeah, we left, uh, early Sunday, so we really only had Saturday there. Well, yeah, part of the thing, other than the financial, uh, was, uh, celebratory reasons, because my mom's birthday was Friday, and, right. and Father's Day was Sunday, Sunday right. so we kind of, we kind of... Needed to be in Dayton for part of Friday and part yeah. of Sunday. We're loyal to our families. We love the family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't get this high in the Yakuza without being loyal <laughs> to the family. That and the gnarly back tattoos. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mine's the cover to Poisons Open Up and Say Ah, Uncensored. <laughs> That's right. The whole tongue's there. Nice. Yeah. I have uh, the fold out from Frankenchrist. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. Is that a Winston Smith collage, or what is uh, it? No, it's uh, it's uh, the H.R. Geiger oh, right, penis right. is going into assholes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, usually when I see your shirt off and I see penis is going into assholes, I forget that it's actually a tattoo. <laughs> I just think it's me having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that. 
Yeah. We were in Chicago. Yeah, we were. <laughs> uh, I had a good time. I did I did too. I mean, yeah, I wish it was uh wish we could have spent more time. There. I think that's the only thing. Everything was a little abbreviated. Yeah. And uh so yeah, so that is why I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Just cuz we we did we tried to cram in as much as we could in as little time possible. Right. You know, 12 hours of driving, you know, kind of took it out of me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're a trooper. You did every, every mile. Yeah. Uh, and then of course I had to, this is my week to drive to work, so, you know, I'm not out of the car yet. Right. You're driving to Cincinnati and back here. <laughs> yeah. Which I will say, uh, the hour drive, uh, to and from, uh, you know, uh, this morning and this evening, uh, it really didn't feel so bad, right. you know, compared yeah. to the the six. Seemed uh, a little easier. Yeah. Well, yeah, we yeah we we went to Cake. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's uh, Columbia College on Wabash uh, uh, Avenue Street something. I yeah. don't know. Very a very hip section apparently. Yeah, well, There's it's a, a college, of, right. so you know, I mean, it's all twenty year olds, and they're all art students and right so they're all kind of douchebags and hipsters oh or both at was, the same time i would just say hip that's the word i was looking for i would say douchey hipsters uh yeah you know but uh yeah there was a, a big reason you wanted to go yep uh you know one of my pals was there yeah but it was a pal I'd never met. Exactly. How does that happen? Well, I don't <clears throat> know. I don't understand things. <laughs> well, I, I know, I, I hear tell that a lot of people in this day and age have internet friends, you know, like on Facebook and whatnot. Right. That, that they don't actually know. Right. I've got a few. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I've never been on Facebook, ever. Right. Uh, never been on MySpace. But uh, for some reason I have uh, an internet slash postal service friend that I had never met um, Mrs. Carrie McNinch. Mrs. Yeah, Miss Miss Carrie. Did, yeah. I, did I say Mrs.? You said Mrs. Miss Carrie McNinch. Yeah, okay, that's better. Um, but yeah, we've been trading comics to the mail and just emailing each other for like I don't know, I'd say like eight years probably. Nice. And uh, like once a month at least, and I'd never ever met her before, so it was really super cool to uh, shake her hand and get her to autograph something for me in person. Yeah. She came out to the show. This was her first trip to Chicago ever. First trip to Chicago. Yeah. Second trip to the Midwest. Yeah. She's from L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she lives there. Uh, yeah. I, I think she's from there, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she does a comic called um, You Don't Get There From Here. Right. And she used to do a book called The Assassin and the Whiner, and they're both great, like, autobio mini comics. If, if you haven't checked them out, I think, seriously, like, not just because, you know, I'm like pseudo friends with her, but it's like the best diary comic I've ever read, and you know I do one, so right, you know, and clearly mine's the second best, diary. right? Of course, yeah, so, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's awesome, and it was really cool to meet her. Yeah, so that was that was my main reason for wanting to go. I was uh, excited to uh, to to see you guys meet for the first time because uh, for as long as we've been friends, you've been talking about this pen pal of yours and, and you know talking up her comic and whatever so yeah know. it was uh super awesome she's she's uh she did a story in uh your your veggie dog saturn special yeah you know, which was pretty awesome the pez story yeah for those at home 
Um, and uh, she she never did her Fantastic Four page, did she? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. But she's going to. Yeah. You you, uh, you didn't ask her about that. Uh, well, well, we talked about it uh, before I uh, okay. before I right. went up there. She said uh, she was finishing up. Uh, the comic that was actually released at Cake, okay, uh, which was really good. I read it last night. It was really good. Uh, it was like an anthology, and she did a big, like one of the longest stories she's ever done yeah. was in there. Um, but uh, yeah, she said she's going to do it this summer. Cool. She's got a little bit, a little bit of a break. Awesome. So, well, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. So was that worth uh, the trip up there? Oh heck yeah! yeah, yeah. But I mean. We did other there stuff. There was too. other cool stuff. Yeah. 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 We saw Kurt. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but uh, we saw <laughs> Jeffrey Brown. Yeah. 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 Jeffrey Brown. You, He's uh, awesome. You, uh, I'm not going to say anything, but uh, you did buy a piece of original art from him, I which did. was fucking amazing looking. Yeah. 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 Uh, you talked to him for about 15 minutes or so, too. That yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's probably my. Probably my favorite living cartoonist. Really, I would I would say. Wow, yeah. that's high praise indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If Jack Kirby and uh, Will Eisner were alive, he would right. be number three. What about Bill King? Uh, he's he's not alive either. Right. Oh, okay. So you're saying if he was alive? Right. Oh. Um, I do like Bill King. Hank Ketchum. Mm, I like I like Hank Ketchum. Jim Davis. Jim Davis. No. In fact, <laughs> if you'd like to kill Jim Davis to make him in that category of dead cartoonist, go ahead and do that, and then he still won't be among my favorite dead, dead cartoonists. <laughs> awesome. Uh, one more. I got nothing. Uh, Gary Larson. Oh, I love Gary Larson. Awesome. He's actually no longer a cartoonist. That's true. He's retired. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, so you got to talk to Jeffrey Brown for a while. We we both talked to Nate Powell for for a very oh, quick man, second. I love his color artwork. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. He uh, he he, um, he drew like the latest issue of Sweet Tooth and right. The original art, which I didn't realize, was in color. Like he colored the, hand colored the original pages. Right. And they were like, they were on sale for I don't know two or three hundred dollars each, and yeah, like totally that. worth it. But oh, yeah. I didn't have that much money on them. Yeah. But wow, they were beautiful. It was pretty great. And you know, once again, uh, I don't know if he's just the nicest guy on the face of the earth, or if he just has a really good memory, but. He saw us both, and he was just like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I'm wondering if he if he does that when he just walks down the street to everybody that passes. Right. Him. <laughs> hey, you! Like I've never seen you before. He's like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think maybe he does have a good memory because <laughs> um, I think he mentioned something about like one of the times that he said hey to me at some show. I think he mentioned something about the Fantastic Four project before uh-huh. I did. So. Nice. Like, I think he does. He's one of those people that just remembers, you know, he's, maybe he doesn't smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, which is great. Good be. Good, good for him. <laughs> or drink or, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah he's, he doesn't abuse his body. It's a right. temple. Yeah. It's a skinny little hyperactive temple <laughs> that makes amazing artwork. As we saw on Breaking Bad this past season. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, we forgot to ask him about that. Yeah. And has anybody watched Breaking Bad? Because Nate Powell, his doppelganger is in... <laughs> The new season. 
It's amazing. Yeah. A couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's partying at Jesse's house, so look, look for him. Uh, there was a... Uh, uh, you you made a friend, uh, a Liefeld friend. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> JP or JD? He had initials. Was his name? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we found the guy who likes Liefeld for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, not it's it's like a very specific like middle path reason. Like I don't hate him so much that I love to make fun of him, right. and I don't legitimately love him so much that I think he's amazing. Right. It's it's like a little bit of both of those. Right. right. And uh, he had the same exact like recipe of of Liefeld love. <laughs> uh, of course, we found this out because he was currently flipping through a copy of Rub the Blood. Oh. Which is a comic that we had mentioned uh, on here during the space episodes. Yeah, when he was flipping through it, did the pages fall right out? They did not. They did not. They did not fall wow, right lucky out. Lucky for him, because yeah. usually they do. Usually they do. Right. Uh, but but uh, maybe he was just holding them, uh, you know, all at the same time so yeah. that they wouldn't he fall out. He had a good out. grip, yeah. Right, right. Okay. I mean, that can be rough, because it is newsprint, so, you know, like if your yeah. hands get sweaty, that could ruin the paper. Yeah, I don't think that was it, because I, he seemed to be kind of like... You just kind of flipping through yeah, them casually? Yeah, yeah, one-handed sometimes. Right, right. Huh. Well, maybe... You don't think you don't think those pages were st- stapled together, do you? Like across the spine? What? You know, like but but that's not how the creators intended that book to be. <laughs> well, they're not good at that. Then. He must have just been really good at what he was. No, <laughs> uh. <laughs> they were stapled. Guys. Yeah, they were fucking yeah. stapled. <laughs> Yeah, if you made that book and you don't know how it was stapled, you might want to you might want to contact whoever was selling it at, at Cake because you can't let a travesty like that stand. Your book was <laughs> held together in such a way that the you purchaser was a page. Right, 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 right. The purchaser had no choice other than to right. retain every page. I think I saw it for sale at least two different tables, and uh, they were all stapled. They were all stapled. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Someone is ruining your art. Maybe the second print-ins are stapled. Oh, yeah. Because you know how there's always... The like, variants. Right, right, yeah. Right. You know, the second print-in you know, is like in gold ink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like, this one just has staples. Right. right. Gold staples? Silver staples. Silver staples. Right. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Alliteration. Silver staples. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so, uh, did you talk to anyone else? I know we kind of made the rounds a little bit. Uh, yeah, actually, I met Gabriel Bell, which I've been a fan of hers for years and years, and, uh, it was really strange because she, she she doesn't really speak, um, like, I know she can speak because she said, like, one or two things, but, uh, not, like, hello or thank you or, like... Was it, what do you want? No, no, (laughs) no, I mean, she was polite. Get the fuck out? No, no. (laughs) She was polite. She just seemed to, she seemed odd, and uh, and she, we're odd. Oh well, yeah, most 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 people right. exhibiting there, I'm sure we're uh, odd. Most everyone who was in that <laughs> was odd. <laughs> and um, I'm not even coming close to talking about the dude dressed up like a lady. <laughs> was it uh, was it Steven Tyler? Uh, no, no. He just looks like a lady. Yeah. Okay. This guy did not oh, look like okay. a lady at all. No, no. But yeah, I met Gabriel Bell. That was cool. Um, um, yeah, that was that was about it. Yeah. Really, I said yeah. hi to a couple of people I'd already 
seen before. But right. Yeah, I know you ran into a couple of people. You bought stuff at, like, TCAF and space. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, that was it. We went home. Yeah. <laughs> no. We get to hang out with our buddy Kurt. Kurt Inns. That's right. Past textual guest on the show. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was awesome. He yeah. was uh, he was ex- uh, exhibiting there at uh, at Cake. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted to say space, yeah. uh, which is ironic because he didn't have any. Yeah, he did not have any <laughs> any cake. Any he cake. was he was not eating no cake, no cake. or space or space. Yeah, yeah, uh, he, yeah. That was a tiny little section of the table that he had. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the tables seemed like they were maybe like maybe three feet. Right. You know, it was like an air quotes table because. Every actual table was two tables, I think. Right. And then the space behind the table, from, like, your table to your wall, seemed, like, at the most three feet. Right. I mean, and, that was crowded. And there was, like, 50 tables all lined up in a row. Yeah. So did... there was, like, no way to get in or out. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, every time someone needed to pee? Right. Do they crawl under the tables? I saw a few people crawl under tables. Okay. Yeah. But that's inconvenient. Yes, it, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if you brought so much stuff because, you know, you expect to sell a lot of stuff? Right. Um, that your under your table is packed. Right. Do you have to crawl under your neighbor's, neighbor's table? Maybe. Your neighbor's table? Maybe you're just fucked. Yeah. Maybe you just jump out the window and uh, fall to your death. Oh, okay. I did see a few right. of those. So we were on the eighth floor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Funny story about that. <laughs> uh, is it so much funny as it is just sad? Uh, it's mostly sad. It's mostly sad. Um... I'm a little claustrophobic. Right. I don't like the elevators. Never have. Not yeah. since I was a kid. And uh, we get to the show, and we walk into the lobby, and it says, you know, there's different things going on. It's a big building. And, right. And, it, and there's one sign that points up to the elevators, and it says, Cake, 8th floor. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, uh, at first, like, the first thing I thought was, like, well, that sucks, but whatever. And then I saw how tiny the elevators were. Right. They were small. They were pretty tiny, yeah. And that freaked me out even more. Yeah. So I said, I'll meet you up there. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to convince you. And uh, we would have been the only two people in the elevator. Right. You know, like, like no one else was going up. Right. But, uh, no, you, I you pushed out. It. You pushed out. No, I, I think I, I cocked up. <laughs> I cocked, I cocked in. That's what I did. <laughs> I went for it. I went up eight flights of stairs with a backpack full of zines and mini comics. <laughs> <laughs> and when I got to the sixth floor, I was winded. When when you finally, eventually came up, and Kurt and I had been talking for like ten minutes at that point, <laughs> uh, you were you were a sweaty son of a bitch. I bet I was. Yeah. Well, yeah, because every flight was like twenty-two stairs. I was counting them. At, at, you know, at, like eventually you start counting them, and you know, right. you're like one, two, and then like it was twenty-two, and then like when you get to the top of those stairs, it's not like you just immediately step on to the landing and then right onto the next flight. Right. It was like a half circle that went around the you know the half of the radius of the building, <laughs> and then and then you go up to the next flight of stairs. So there's there's a little walking involved yeah. too. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I get up to the eighth floor, and the door is locked. That goes into the convention, and I can hear, you know, obviously on the other side, there's like a lot of hustle and bustle, and people. I'm like, oh, well, no, it's the convention. Right. So I start knocking on the door, and nobody answers, and then I wait and I knock some more, and nobody answers. So I was like, well, this sucks. So 
uh, I went back down to the seventh floor and I was like, I'll find you know the other stairwell that goes right. up. There was no other stairwell that went up, <laughs> so I had to end up taking the elevator one one floor. Which, were, were you okay? I was okay. It didn't last too long. Yeah. yeah, I was a little. I mean, seriously, like I was a little nervous. I I get nervous in elevators. Um, as soon as the door is shut, like it doesn't take like you know a full thirty seconds. It right. takes like the door is shutting, and I right. start getting nervous. Then when we left, uh, you know. I gave you like a head start, and you know. <laughs> right. So I was waiting for the elevator because uh, you know I don't walk. <laughs> uh, but you know I'm a I'm a gigantic dude, and the elevators were tiny. Yeah, they were tiny. Uh, but like there was like seven people that got into one elevator, and I was just like, yeah, I'll take the next one. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and so like you know yeah the like. The door was open and everybody was just staring at me and I was just like, I'm not going in there. Uh, so the door closed and like I hit the button for like the next one. And, uh, these two girls got into it before I did. And, uh, I was just like, hey, I can, I can, right? So like I, I said, Hey, is there room in there for me? And they're like, yeah. And so I jumped in. So there were three of us in there and like, you know, I, you know, elevator etiquette, you shove yourself in the corner as right. much as you can. Right. You know, or in my case, into a ball. In the right. Corner. Yeah. <laughs> in the fetal position. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, even with, with, uh, like these two tiny girls and me, it was still way more cramped than even I was comfortable with. Right. Yeah. But Did anybody else get on? on no, the no, seven floors of three of us. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't like the, it's, it's like the elevators at our friend, uh, Matt Brassfeld's apartment. It's so tiny. Uh, I've never been there. Yeah. I've never been invited. Oh, oh! Every, I, go, I go every weekend. Mm. Oh, that's weird. Mm. When I leave here on Saturday, right? Just go over there and party. Yeah. It's worth it. Even the tiny little elevator ride. It's worth it for all the, all the, f- awesome festivities that take place. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we got to hang out with uh, Kurtrick Q Dins. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was his full name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went out for a little pizza pie. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, we did some other stuff before then. We, uh, did we? Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, okay. we hung out with Kurt, uh, you know, at the, uh, the show for a little while. Right. Uh, it was so cramped and everything that, you know, we didn't want to block him from you know, potential sales. Right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we, we kind of got the lay of the land. We really didn't have much to do or see there. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was, it was space, but worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, like, I love space because it's so close to it here, and, like, right. there's so many people that I, that I do see every year that I love, but I actually saw more stuff that I was interested in at the show, but I was consciously trying to spend less money. Right. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of neat looking stuff here. Right. Well, I wasn't talking about the product. I was talking about the people. Oh, okay. The people were worse here. What, than that space. what, what were they worse? Because uh, at space, I think there's a, a diverse crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is all indie comics, and there are like uh, there there is a uh, there's eighteen kinds of weirdos. There's eighteen kinds of weirdos. <laughs> uh, uh, but there there is and there is you know the the subsection of just hipster douchebags. Uh, but, you know, there's also guys who have been doing it for, like, 20 years. And, right. 
You know, like, oh, yeah. you know, it's just the kind of thing that they right. do and they want to do and they keep like doing Steve it. Steve Peters and yeah. Bob Corby. And right, right. right. Uh, this, Kurt was probably the oldest person there. <laughs> By 20 years. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's not that much older than us, I think. Yeah. I don't, I Late thought 30s? Was, I thought he was about our age. Yeah. yeah. Uh well I mean you know he's married and has two kids clearly that's a grown up right yeah. I know I know seventeen year olds that are married and have kids or at least have kids <laughs> they're more grown up yeah. than us yeah, well that's true <laughs> yeah I'm not sure how old Kurt is but I just always assumed he was uh, older than us right uh but uh yeah you know just it was all. It was all college age kids, you know, uh, with I think the exception of like Carrie and Jeffrey Brown and Nate Powell, you know, I think everyone else there was like, you know, 20. Right. And, you know, they all just have that sort of hipstery way about them and just really pretentious. And there was a shit ton of horrible tattoos and <laughs> people wearing stupid clothing just for the sake of being, you know, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> It just, it was not good. It was not a crowd I ever want to be in again. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. And then, like, you know, I make fun of space all the time, but, you know, space does have a lot more going for it, I think, than, than Cake did, as far as a wider variety of, of things. It was, it was more, definitely more of an artsy crowd. Yeah. I mean, um, it was like that section of space where, you know, like, there's always, like, a section where, like, just the really crazy visual comics that right. maybe aren't so linear in narrative. Right. There was a lot, yeah, a lot of that sort of vibe. That came yeah, I'm that. guessing there was more of that than anything else. Right. There. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was you know, I mean, it was certainly impressive that they, they put it together, but uh, I, I would be fine if we did not go next year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, then, uh, so we left, and, uh, we just kind of tooled around Chicago for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and, uh, we eventually found a real comic place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With actual comic books. Yeah. Like a Superman and a Batman, you know, and a Daredevil I and saw a Spider-Man. Some, I saw some New Warriors. Yeah, some New Warriors. Mm-hmm. There was probably some Youngblood there, maybe. I didn't see any, but I bet they were there. Yeah, yeah, I think they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely saw some blood strikes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Talking yeah. real comic books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we. W- it was a little frustrating. We we were just kind of driving around and we had no idea what to do and we had a couple hours to kill. And eventually, I just got frustrated and made a command decision that uh, we were going to head to this comic shop called Challengers. Uh, we'd been there the last time we went. Uh, Did we go there twice before? <clears throat> or just once? Just the once before. Was it? Okay. You know, we've been to Chicago Comics a couple times, mm-hmm. but uh, we've only been to Challengers once. Uh, last year, Mike Norton was having a signing there, uh, so I kind of wanted to, to do that and you know, and, you know, just look around the place because yeah. I'd heard a lot about it like on different podcasts. It's a cool little shop. Mm-hmm. You know. uh, so decided to be, let's, uh, let's go there see what's going on. And uh, there wasn't anything going on. Uh, but they do have an art gallery right yeah, next that, door to the store. That was going on. That was going on. Uh, full of Matt Kent original art. Which was amazing. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, his new book called Mind Management uh, from Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. And it was like 
I think all the original pages from the first issue and a couple pages from the second issue. I think it was all of both. All of both? I think it was okay. both. Yeah. Uh, but the first issue had only just come out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's got it all there. It's all hand-colored. And it looks stupendous. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm so impressed with, like, yeah, like the Nate Powell stuff and then this stuff. Right. Like, it really makes me want to try some color after seeing both of those. Right. Yeah, I kind of got a little inspired myself doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just great. And I'm, I don't know too much about Matt Kent. And, uh, I mean, I don't think I've actually read anything of his that I'm aware of. Oh, really? Yeah. But, okay. uh, but you know, it was impressive to look at. Yeah. I bought the first issue uh, that was there. It was autographed. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, pre-autographed, I should say. Mm-hmm. Came with a pencil. It did come with a pencil. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. What what comic comes with a pencil? <clears throat> None other that I can think of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they bought some zines from me. Which yeah, was cool. Yeah. That's cool. And your uh, your new mini your new mini comics uh, fanzine. Yeah. yeah. Mini mouths. Yeah. And uh, which was awesome. He even. Uh, Complimented me and or uh, thanked me for uh, having a cover price printed on it. Oh, wow. because it's something that I actually bitch about in many mouths. Right. That nobody ever puts cover prices, and like, and some of the books I reviewed in many mouths, you know, I was like, ah, oh, I was gonna mention the cover price, but it's not on the book, so I'll do a little research. And I go to their website, and it just says that they have it for sale, but there's no price. And I'm like, right. it, it, it's almost like a lot of mini comics people make it. Super hard for anyone to to buy their books. I'm guessing, and this is just me, you know, rambling here. I'm gonna guess it's because you know they're making the comic. They, you know, all they want to do is they want to put that comic out, right? And they also have no idea how much it's gonna cost e- them, exactly. Well, know? and so then they have no idea how much to sell it for. Well, the first three issues of Edge Dog Saturn, I didn't have a cover price on for that very <clears throat> reason because right. like they were different sizes and I printed them at different places, and right? And and I also think some people do that because I know from experience if you if you s- try to sell your books to comic shops, you know they have you know different places have different uh, amounts that they pay some forty percent some fifty sixty percent. Right. Um, so it's like I, I think some people try to beat that system by going uh, the cover price is uh, eight dollars. Yeah, right. that's the ticket. So then they still get their <coughs> three or four dollars out of it. Right. Even though the, you know, because like sometimes you'll be at a convention and a cover price is printed clearly on the book, but when you go to buy it, they're like, it's only four or five, even right. though the cover price is seven or something. Because right. I, I think, I think that happens a lot with small press too, where people are trying to, you know, not sell it for two less. Right. But it, it does bug me when right. it's not printed on the cover. Anyway, anyway. tangent. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. Um, yeah, you know, just kind of hung out there for a little while and uh, bought some comics. Yeah. Um, then we uh, headed back to our hotel and played the waiting game. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we had made plans to hang out with uh, Kertrick. Uh, since uh, he doesn't live actually too far from where we were staying. Uh, but yeah, well, whenever he got done with the, uh, the show, he was gonna come and hang out with us. And, uh, we all went and had pizza. Yeah. Chicago pizza. Stuffed, awesome pizza. Kurt is probably still eating pizza right now. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh. That piggy bastard went <laughs> home with, like, four pizzas. <laughs> I couldn't believe 
It was, frankly, it was a little embarrassing. Uh, yeah. He ordered four pizzas, and he ate, like, half of three of them. Right. And then he had to box them all up and take them home. Yep. Um, we shouldn't hang out with him ever again, right? I think it lowers our standing in society. Right. By being seen with such a glutton. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm a big fat dude, but that was insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, but that was fun yeah, that for was the most part. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> I did eat the first piece of sausages I've eaten in 17 years there um, on accident when I bit into my eggplant, spinach, onion, mushroom pizza and got a big, big chunk of sausage. Oh, yeah. And I can honestly say... It was not tasty. It wasn't like something my brain was like, "Dear God, it's been too long." It, right. was, it was. It actually tasted gross. Right. Like because I thought it was a mushroom, and I was like, "Ooh, this mushroom tastes horrible." And then, uh, <laughs> and then I started picking it apart, and then you looked at it, and you're like, "It's meat." Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They uh, they fucked up your pizza. They fucked it up. Yeah. And uh, these pizzas, uh, this isn't like a Papa John's operation, <laughs> right? Uh, they don't have that shit ready in ten minutes. Yeah, it takes like forty minutes to yeah. cook that pizza. <laughs> and he had to get a whole another pizza. <laughs> yeah, so I sat there and watched you guys eat. Yep, and I continued to drink the world's best beer, <laughs> Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best beer they had on their menu. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that was fine. I had a good time. I mean, we got to talk yeah. about comics. Yeah. Like, I wasn't starving, so it was fine. Yeah, it was all good. But yeah, we were there well past closing. Yeah. Uh, not our fault, though. Not our fault. Yeah, not at all. Uh, probably still tipped that lady way too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, she seemed good. Yeah, but... She said it was her first day, and I... Yeah, that... I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Because that is borderline complaining. Like, it's not my fault. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's my first day. It's like uh, Randall from Clerks. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, I wish you said that. We should have been like, well, it's also your last day. Yeah. Because I actually own Sorrento's. Welcome to Undercover Boss. You're fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, Kurt, uh, Kurt got us some gifts. Aw. Yeah, that was awesome. He's a, He's like... A heavy metal Santa Claus. He is. He yeah. really is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he distributed uh, uh, war comics and vampire porn. Yeah. Uh, just like that. any heavy metal Santa Claus would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I got a, got a shit ton of new reading material to add to my pile of things I haven't read yet. Yeah, it's, yeah mine's not exactly going to be on the top of my stack, but yeah. it, it is in my stack. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know. Um, I got a couple other things I'm more excited to read, right. but uh, I I will read all of these. I'll read all of mine as well. Yeah. So, thank you, Kurtz. Yeah. That Thanks, Santa. Super awesome. Yeah, thank you, Metal Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Krampus. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Good times indeed. Uh, like like we've said twice already, I believe I'll say it a third time because you know that's what we do here. 
repeat. It, yeah. yeah, it would have been awesome if we would have had uh, like an extra day at least. Yeah, like we could have went up early Friday and stayed all day Sunday. Right. But you know, maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I, I mean, we could have stayed later on on Sunday, but you know, I, I did want to get home to have Father's Day with my dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I damn near fell asleep during dinner. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? Uh, Larosis. Okay. Uh, cause, cause, uh, free calzones for fathers on Father's Day. Wow. Nice. They had a, they had something like that at a, I forget where, uh, my cousin lives with my mom. She said, uh, she took him somewhere. I forget where it was, but he got a free meal too. For five guys or Applebee's or I don't know. Those are all places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel Hut. Yeah. Could have been. Uh, we, we, uh, Sunday we left, but, uh, before we did, we had, uh, breakfast with my aunt and uncle, which was awesome. They were always awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. They have, uh, more energy than, or at least your aunt does. Yeah. Of someone half her age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, more energy than you and me combined. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and your uncle. And, uh, well, <laughs> he's never really been energetic. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's because he's always watching her and he's just like, how the hell do you do it? <laughs> it just it makes it makes him look even less energetic. Right, than. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. And, uh, and then the uh, six-hour drive back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I do have uh, the story to tell about what happened to my phone. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Uh, I was having problems with my phone the entire weekend. Uh, just somehow the time zone just really confused it. Right. So my smartphone was, was kind of dumb for a few days. Uh, but like Saturday night, like <laughs> like the old men we are, we went to bed before midnight. <laughs> and uh, so like in the middle of the night, I, I went up. before midnight, was it? Yeah, it was. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it was like 11.50. <laughs> oh. Well, Still, we were pushing midnight. Okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I will tell you this uh, uh, While we were in Chicago My brother and his daughter Came down to Dayton To spend Father's Day with my dad And uh, my dad was up till 1am While we were wow. in bed in Chicago But that's 1am Dayton time uh, so It's the same time this is, My dad goes to bed at 9 Uh so yeah, so I got up to go to the bathroom and I uh, came back to bed and uh, we didn't have a clock in the room, so just was curious to see what time it was and so I turned on my phone and it said it was nine thirty p.m. and so I knew something was horribly awry <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, I sat there for a while trying to figure out what I was gonna do because I didn't really feel like uh, stumbling out into the lobby to find out what time it was. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I didn't want to wake you up to grab your phone so I could figure out what time it was. Oh, that's nice. I didn't even think uh, about that. Yeah. And so I just I decided to suck it up, and I went out to the lobby. Uh, and uh, at least the, the girl on the night shift uh, was like Czechoslovakian or Polish or something. Right. Uh, English, not her first language. Uh so I, I go stumbling out to the lobby, and I don't have my glasses on, and I'm half asleep. And all I want to do is just look at the clock and get the right time on my phone. So and the clock is, like, right there at the front desk. 
So I, I go there, and she's like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, my phone's, uh, something weird happened to it, and I just, I won't, I just, you know, I'm looking for the right time. The time is weird on it. She's like, oh, what's the room number? It's like, uh, I'm just trying to get the right time on my phone, because it went all weird. And she's like, well, you know, sometimes clocks in the room, uh, you know, don't work right. <laughs> so well, we don't have a clock in the room, so I'm just, that's why I came out here to, to look at the time. Well, what room number? I was like, well, I'm just really just trying to get the right time on my phone. Uh, you know, so I'm just, you know, in the clock. You know, I'm just you know, program my phone. Well, what room number? So like, you know, just, just the clock, you know, that's all I'm doing here. Uh, it's fine, you you keep your secret. What? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you keep it a secret. You keep your room number. You keep it a secret. So I just clock. <laughs> so I, I understand. You, you just uh, you want your room number kept secret. You, you keep your secret. You keep your secret. <laughs> so Strange. I, yeah. So I was like, well, I just... Uh, I don't understand why you need my room number for anything. I just need the the time. <laughs> She's like, it's fine. You keep your secret. I was like, it's it's one forty four. I don't understand why you needed to know that. She's like, oh, okay. It's three forty five a.m. It was like a power struggle there. Yeah, it was like a like you know, like Germany invaded Poland. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the standoff. <laughs> was there a standoff when Germany invaded Poland? Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. There had to have been. Probably. Probably about, about as long as the one that you guys had. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was only 2.30 when I went out there. Right. <laughs> That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So that was annoying. And I slept through the whole thing. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. That's uh, twice in a row we've been uh, on a road trip where I've left the room in the middle of the night and you had no idea. Oh, man, you know, you know those, you ever seen those houses, like if you're just walking by or you're, like, you're visiting somebody and you see the sticker in the window that says, we have cats, you know, like in case of fire, right. make sure to get the cat out. I should always carry like a sticker with me that says, like, <laughs> I sleep really soundly. Please wake me up in case of fire. <laughs> Like wherever I'm spending the night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, good times just yeah, super truncated, so yeah. Next time. That's right. Yeah. Next time Chicago, we're burning you down. Fuck yeah, we'll we'll hang out with uh Kirk Dens a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he doesn't even want to hang out with us uh, that no. much. Maybe that was the exact perfect amount of time for him to <laughs> hang out with us. <laughs> he was like He's like, this is over. Yeah, I have 17 pizzas. Uh, I've given them comics to satiate them. Yeah, yeah, this should entertain them in, yeah. my, in my absence. This will distract them while I run out the door. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Good move, Mr. Dins. Uh, so, yeah, and so uh, here we are back in uh, sunny old Lane, Ohio. Yep, home of the gym city. Yep. Uh, That's alright, we got comics and movies to distract us from the horrible existence that is our lives It's true, that is true In fact, I should pick a movie now Alright, before we kill ourselves Before we, so we have something to look forward to Before I saw you 
uh, caressing the razor sharp blade that's in your pants. It's pretty much always a constant with me. <laughs> you were thinking about pulling out, shanking me, and then doing yourself. Yep. So I should probably go ahead and choose a film. All right. Distract me. All right. Let's look at Michael Fassbender's penis. Okay. And then what movie? <laughs> Shame. Okay. I don't. I didn't know that I had his penis, but someone told me that yeah. after I decided it was the movie I was going to pick. <laughs> well, uh, I look forward to seeing his uh, apparently massive cock. Oh, is it massive? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's even something... It has to be, right? Let me use Michael Fassbender. I'm, he was Magneto, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, but uh, he seems like one of those actors that bulks up and thins down per, you know, per role. He, he doesn't always seem to have the same... Physique, so right. So that, that's yeah. something. Maybe we can make a little side bet, of, like how big his cock will be. Right. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm guessing though that you know, unless uh, unless he's like massively obese, uh, the size of his cock is not changing as he uh, fluctuates in his his uh, really body shape. You know, because really? because he's never been fat in anything. Right. I mean, he's right. always either. Just buff, buff or, or less buff. Right. Yeah. Like he's either uh, fit or buff. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure his his uh, his schlong is uh, you know the same massive size each time. <laughs> well, I look forward to yeah. seeing its girth. I'm guessing uh, nine and a half by two and a half. And is that a radius or just a side to side? Uh, like girth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully the camera angles are good enough that we can actually pinpoint right. to the down to the inch there. Well, I do have a big enough TV to see things in actual life size. Oh, maybe you could pause it and we can hold our tiny little penises up to the screen. Right. And we can measure it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> or we could use a ruler. Whatever. Yeah, either one. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Depends on how many drinks we have. <laughs> uh, so shame. Shame it is. Veto. Oh, I don't want to see anybody's dick. Oh. Well, if you don't watch the movie, you're going to have to look at mine. Uh, I guess we'll watch the movie. All right. I've already seen enough of it this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) That's us. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>